No, you're going to be taking your shirt off and swinging it over your head, singing it with them. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, have a good weekend, man. Thank you. All right, you too. Sarah Banks joining us, our good friend down at the D. Busy weekend, Sweet 16, action tonight, NBA, NHL. He was just here in town. He's back in Baltimore. And we send it uh, to Baltimore to check in with John from johnsyndicate.com. I'm assuming Mike's there. How you doing today? How you doing, guys? All right, I'm man. doing good. A lot going on, huh? I mean, listen, it's not just Sweet 16. I know we were, hey, we were just talking hockey with Darren Banks, and your neck of the woods, they got to be going nuts about the Caps, the kind of year they're having. Well, you know, at halftime they were going nuts. They thought there was a shot of Maryland taking down number one Kansas. But, you know, they, like I tell everybody, to be a homer, like I just posted on my video at johnsyndicate.com, I said to be a homer is the worst way to play. You have to have an absence of emotion. It would be like you playing Buffalo every every week in the in the NFL. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, easy. Play. I got something stuck in my throat. You, what? You play the totals in those games. You can get involved. Exactly. But no, really, at halftime, it looked like they had a shot. But you really have to make adjustments. You know, and as I was saying, as we talk about trading the game within the game, one thing I said was compelling yesterday. You look at all four top seeds, as we discussed, got the job done. But in the Oklahoma game, perfect example, 19-point lead. They make A&M minus four, and they actually win the game minus five in the second half. So you able were to take advantage of winning both sides in that matchup. All four higher seeds get the job done, and it gives the perception for the public that it was a very easy day. I call it a square day. I wouldn't say it's going to be that easy marching forward. Well, and Mike, that, that that's a point well taken because we just had several sportsbook directors on talking about that because we saw all the favorites roll last night. They were already shading those numbers up for the four games this evening because of last night. Well, yeah, and the two games, there's two compelling matchups, obviously, with the higher seeds. The other two games are the lower seeds that made it this far. But with the Virginia-Iowa State matchup, you have two, a one seed playing a four seed, and it's a 24-16 versus a 21-10 and 10 team. Both come at with an 18-13 and 13 record against the spread with Virginia, and Iowa State at 17-13. and 13. So both are really good against the spread. Virginia's laying six in this game. They've been playing good throughout the tournament. But, again, like John said, last night was easy. It's not going to be a square day going forward in the tournament as these games become harder and harder. Right, but the, and the challenge is, though, you know, what's the one? Is, is this the game that North Carolina finally faces a test because they just dominated teams, uh, weaker teams? That, that's the thing, John. All of a sudden now, you know, you've got to give Indiana some credence for coming in here and making it to this far in good current form. All of a sudden, those one seeds, although it didn't pan out last night, you, they're, they're facing significantly tougher competition. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is where I go back to really like to wait on these some of these games till halftime, as I did yesterday, and really trade these games. I told everybody yesterday, you know, I would expect Maryland to hang tough till halftime. You could have taken Maryland plus the points in the first half and then taken, obviously, Kansas in the second half. And there's some way to play these dirty dogs late in this uh, tournament kind of the same way. If you like a dog, you better like him to be tied or up at the half and then maybe come back and bang the favorite in the second half. All right, so we we do have the NCAA tournament. Don't sleep on this now. We you know, we get the uh, NIT next And let's week. not forget about, sorry to interrupt, that Towson-Oakland game at the Mandalay Bay. Towson's up the street from my office in the Vegas 16 tournament. I'm going to love that game. I'm looking at that game. That line opened at 5. It's now in the 6.5, 7 some places. 
and the total in the game is 161, and I'm glad you brought that up because uh, this will be very intriguing. Uh, Oakland puts points up in droves, and more often than not, we look at Towson playing lower-scoring games, but when right. they need to, they're capable of getting in a track meet. I mean, they beat William & Mary uh, 99-82. So uh, all of a sudden you're thinking, well, that's a low-scoring team, but in this matchup, they're capable of scoring points. I might just have to fly out there on Monday and make a little window play. And it's the NBA, the NHL continues on. It's uh, And baseball's right around the corner. You got You got a scouting report on the Orioles? Talk to him, Mike. Well, you know what? I mean, the Orioles did revamp their lineup. Again, we're still lacking that starting pitcher, that, that stud, that 20-game potential Cy Young winner. We've never really splashed the pot with getting one of those. But year after year, our lineup, one through nine, is as deadly as anybody in the AL. So uh, I think the over-under for them this year, I think they're going to go over. I think it's 88. I think it, they're definitely going to go over this year. This is the year they're going to make it back to the playoffs. If everybody stays healthy, the relievers are there, the coaching. Bucks got the team ready to go. So I see this team having a good run as long as the Yankees and the Red Sox aren't, you know, also firing out because they splashed a lot of money in the offseason. You know, and John. Yeah, and, and I will just to segue to that Capitals game, you know, look, Devils are 17 and 19 at home. And the Capitals are 24 and 12 on the road. How do you go against the Capitals this late in the season? You just got to grin and bear it and lay the number. Yeah, I, you know, I, at some point though, I mean, you, you give them full marks, but at some point. I mean, I've done it on every one of their losses in, at the window in Vegas, so you might as well do it on the win. No, I, you know, it's funny though. We see Chicago kind of going through the motions right now because they're a team that all they care about is the cup. And now Washington's had the regular season wrapped up. At some point, though, you got you have to be a little careful with Washington. They may start resting guys a little bit uh, and start thinking about the playoffs that are nine games away. Right, and Brian, I was they just locked up the division, I guess, a few games ago. Is that is that what you're saying? Basically, the remainder of the season they're going to be getting guys ready, or how we talked about a few weeks ago, where they're going to get those playoff rotations and those lineups ready for the playoffs. So they're not might might not be resting guys, but getting those playoff lines ready to go yeah no it, well it'd be the mindset because they would play a much more defensive brand of hockey when the playoffs right. get here so they'll start working on their playoff mindset but with the lead and the, the regular season they got locked up all that matters to them now is now they got to you know the regular season means nothing it's about winning the cup i i could see barry trotz you know resting ovechkin one night or certain guys we get here give them a night off here or you know and let some let some prospects or throw a couple of AHL guys up, let them get their taste of the NHL for next year because they're going to start. You just have to watch the lineups at this time of the year. You just got to tread lightly, that's all. Right, exactly. And baseball well, let's has put it this way. I'm not going to play against the Capitals, that's oh, for no, sure. I, and, no. you know, I've made too much money. Last week I was at the window. I played a minus 165 Nashville. They took them out. Well, listen, check it out, johnsyndicate.com. Uh, they got the brand spanking new website looking pretty strong. And you can uh, give them a shout, get hold of John or Mike at 888-201-4201. So with all that's going on, all the sports that's going on, John's all stoked for the Towson, uh, Towson Oakland game here in Vegas. So we'll, we'll monitor that one closely. Hey, guys, have a great weekend. You too, buddy. Too. All right. Thanks uh, to the boys for joining us. Darren Banks, good stuff from the D. Uh, and then, man, Tony Neville, Bob Scucci getting on board, telling us about what a big week this is going to be for the horse players. And Bernie Fratto with great information on the Rebels coaching 
situation. So it's a busy week. Show will be archived for you all weekend long at sportsbookradio.com. Thanks to Alan for a job well done. Uh, don't forget Oasis 4955 South Decatur had a great time with Vinnie Maliulo. They're going to be fired up. This is a very big weekend for the horse player, and LVDC hooks you up over there uh, with the Louisiana Derby and the races over in Dubai. Had a great time with Vinnie yesterday. Invite you to go check Oasis out. The great gaming promotions, the banquet room, the great menu. It's going to be a wonderful weekend, folks. Enjoy. We'll be back with you Monday, 1130 to 1, right here, AM 1400 KSHP with Sportsbook Radio. Thank you.